Welcome to the premiere episode of Three Old Geeks, the animated series. I'd like to thank the TyOps channel, that's T-Y-O-P-S, on YouTube for that awesome lead-in music. We had so much fun talking about the DC Animated Universe in a previous episode, we decided to review every episode in production order. Keith sets the standard with four categories, the good and the bad, which are self-explanatory, the huh, which are things in each episode which make us scratch our heads, and the glee, which is something in the episode that puts a smile on our face. So break out your DVDs or bring up DCUniverse.com, watch the episodes, and then check out our reviews. Hope you enjoyed them as much as we like doing them, and hey, thanks for listening. Alright, so we had an episode a while back where we were discussing the uh, Batman animated series and the DC animated universe, and we had so much fun doing that. Uh, we're going to review, we're going to start at the beginning, and we're going to review every single episode of the animated universe in order. So we're going to start off with the very first Batman. I give us uh, like four, four episodes and we're done, but go ahead. Alright, the very first Batman was uh, an episode called On Leather Wings. It debuted on September 6th of 1992, so that's more than 25 years ago. It was directed by Kevin Altieri, who did a number of these. Uh, he was an, a director on a number of these episodes, and it was written by a guy by the name of Mitch Bryan, who I don't know a lot about. You know what? I thought Batman looked younger. <laughs> I certainly was younger. I was in college, Bryan. Thanks for rubbing that in, college boy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't go. I was just working all for right, a family. All right. me, uh, me too. No, not family? Yes, yes, I was. All right, so this one was the introduction of a bunch of characters. It was uh, obviously the first Man-Bat and I read something Bruce Tim who said he wanted to use Man Bat because there was no pre- he was kind of a relatively unknown character and he there was no preconceived notions like if they would have jumped in with a Joker episode or a Penguin episode or whatever so that's why they use Man Bat. I like the fact that well and just we can gush about the design and the animation and everything like that. I mean we've already done that, but I like the fact that they introduced Richard Mall, the great Richard Mall, as Harvey Dent pre Two Face. And they, they kind of they lead up to Two Face. There uh, and the other thing that I really liked about it is a there's a part where Batman's going to investigate the scene of a crime or whatever, and there's police tape across a doorway, and he just casually brushes right through it like this is unimportant to me. Yeah, I was really impressed because I was used to you know the Super Friends Batman, who was the chauffeur and the battle act and the action guy, and uh, he actually being the world's greatest detective did some detective work in this and. And uh, had some devices that uh, helped him out with that. And, you know, Bruce Wayne went undercover and kind of asked about bats at the zoo and stuff like that. So I thought it was, all in all, a pretty uh, pretty, pretty good uh, first episode. It does suffer for, with me from this is the episode, like, whenever I turn it on, when it was on Cartoon Network or whatever, this was always the episode that was on. I've seen this, like, at least a dozen times, so it kind of wears on me a little bit. But, again... It, Outside of that, it was, I thought it was fantastic. You're the big fan. How can you wear on you? I, it's just one of those TV episodes where every time you turned it on, it was this episode. So, I get it. I, I sort of broke it down into four categories. I got the good, the bad, the huh, and the glee. Pardon me. Oh, look at, look at the big brain on <laughs> Keith over here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually, it, it's a good episode, a good solid episode. But part of things I liked was I liked the fact that uh, they showed Bruce like sort of playing the playboy you know there's mention of the, the girl who he's supposed to go on a date with and he sort of hits on francine when he shows up at the the, the doc the, at, the, at the zoo, zoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of the parts i really liked is he was actually playing a detective like you said he was actually detecting he was just punching it. batman's gotten in since 89 gotten in the habit of just hitting everyone i like when he actually does uses detective skills I sort of liked uh, Man Bat's dual personalities. The fact that the Man Bat part was trying to get itself out of 
uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I thought yeah. that was cool. And I, I actually liked that there were some uh, female characters in different avenues. You know, she's, Francine's a scientist, and you have a female guard, which you don't ever see in anything. Is that Montoya? I don't, I don't know. They, oh, they didn't okay. really give a name to her. She got gassed by Yeah, she got gassed right real away. Real quick, so. so it really wasn't a great showing for women. But, you know, she had a job. <laughs> it's nice that we employ women in Gotham God. City. That's good for them. Please, please address all comments. Uh, yeah, the Keith's comments. Okay, the bad, the the bad parts. I there was no real setup. It didn't, it didn't tell you where this took place, what anyone's relationship, what what you know. People know that stuff, but you still have to sort of put it as a time period. I, 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 there uh, was that's, n- I actually disagree with you there. I thought that just jumping in and being expo- really? and just diving into the deep end and being exposed to this was fantastic. I heard from Gordon Friends. Uh, what's going on? I, you have no background at all watching this because I didn't see this when it released. I saw this later, and I never realized that they start off, oh, here. And I'm like, okay, I don't know where this takes place. And the back computer. It's way 66-like. There's just buttons he pushes. I mean, big buttons. It's not like, but yet, yet he has to push buttons, yet he has a, a voice recognition. He can ask questions. Why do you need the buttons? Uh, and again, I think that's part of the charm of the series is it's this mix of this, you know, the modern super high tech and then the, I mean, the heck, all the cars look like they were from the 50s and the 40s. That, that, that's one of my, that's one of my huzz. <laughs> my huzz is what time period they have. They have a Walkman. But they're driving all old cars. There's no new cars it's in Gotham. It's supposed to be timeless, dude. It's, it's <laughs> well, Walkmans came around a certain time, and those cars came around a certain time. They're one, they have a blimp. So that's one of my haws. That the cops use. Yes. That is cool. Yeah. Rich, Richard Mall is one of my haws, too. He does three voices in this. Yeah, that's could cool. They not, could they not hire other people? No, two are right away. He's the guy in the guard in the beginning, and then like a minute and a half later, he, he's Two-Face. They're the same voice. It isn't like Richard Mall is and Rich Bruce, Little, Bruce, and uh, and Kevin Conroy was the helicopter pilot in the opening scene. So I yeah, mean, I, I didn't I didn't realize that because it didn't sound like Bruce Wayne or Batman. Richard Mall sounds like Richard Mall. No offense. Oh, he's dead. So I'm, isn't he dead? Is he alive? I don't know. Please get back alive. to us on this. I'm don't. That's not no, a no think price. You're thinking of uh, Jaws from Richard Keel. Richard Keel. A different Richard. <laughs> and that's that's one the voices. There's there's something Batman. Talks to Alfred in Batman's voice. Yeah, the costume on. Oh, so it automatically it goes into yeah. that. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing the part, dude. Which is his real voice? Is it is it Bruce Wayne or is it Batman? Because he's sitting yeah, there. Yeah, that's the bat. The Batman is the real the real deal, and the and Bruce Wayne is the mask, dude. Okay, it's been argued before. Okay, then I agree ma- with that. Okay, then uh, and Richard Mall is still alive. But when he when Thankfully. he's when he's Bruce dressed as Bruce Wayne, he still talks to Alfred like Bruce Wayne. I I just that's the, that you think he talked in his real voice to Alfred. He raised him before he was Batman, so you think that would be that's a haunt to me. And then like you said, the, the time it, everything's from different time periods. It reminded me a little bit too much of the Spirit, where they have you know laptops, but they have old cars and biplanes and shit. It's weird. The glee, the the part that really gets me tingly is the opening credits. I, I I seriously listened or watched it forty about forty times just to get ready for this. You can tell, right? I'm talking, uh, and I never once skipped past the intro. But one of the best intros. On yes. Tele- so, not animated, not not kid show, so, not super. No. One of the best opening sequences of any television show of all time. So that starts off the glee right away. So that's a good place to start. Another thing I like, I I. I I think I've mentioned this before. I love Alfred's smart assness. He, he's just a smart elk. He's always talk, you know, making fun of 
Bruce and Batman somewhat, and I like the fact that Bruce or Batman, whichever he is, responds in kind. I think that's cool. Yeah, the relationship a little, between little them. Humor, it's not like, all dark. Like and... I said, you can almost see where Jarvis from the, the Marvel movies came from. So that's mine. Go, Brian. <laughs> Follow that up, bitch. You know what? <laughs> Okay, I don't ever mind paling in comparison. I appreciated a that it wasn't the Joker started off. I think that that would have been an easy one. I was just happy as sin that it was not the Joker. I did not know that Man Bat was the first episode. I don't think I've watched all of the TAS. Uh, I know I've seen a lot, but I have not watched them all, and I have not. So I'm excited about doing this. When we start hitting, uh, now nah, I'm gonna still be excited. The Superman ones are gonna be hard. I'm gonna well, tell we you got that. plenty of we got plenty of of, of uh, lead we got time before we get to Superman. Yes. I appreciated the fact that the time period was a little ambiguous. That's one of the things that I absolutely love about the animated series is that it feels like it's done in the 30s, 40s when Batman was created. But at the same time, you come back and 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 none of it feels weird. You don't look at the Walkman and say, "Oh my God, there's a Walkman. That's so out of place in this." You do on about the 30th view, but. Uh... <laughs> I do love the lighting in it. That's one thing I forgot to well, mention. And that, just, just the way he, they, they shown it, it was very Fleischer-esque. This episode completely sets the tone for the entire series. For the entire series, you get a little bit of action. You get Batman as the greatest detective. You get the noir feel. Uh, you get the mystery of it. And he's facing un, uh, unusual rogues galleries. I would, would argue that if you've been reading comics for any amount of time, you know who Man Bat is and you know who Man Bat's story was. Was drawn by Neil F. and Adams. Come on, not not the original. Don't no prize that bullshit. But didn't he also have a series at one point, Man Bat? Man Bat? Yeah, he had a miniseries. Yeah, not a regular series. So I, I I think that he's he's pretty well known. What I also appreciated, and what it shows, is that you can go to the source material, you can tell the story from the source material, and the story works as it did in the source material. In the in the book, Langstrom doesn't want to be Man Bat. He's, it's kind of an addiction thing, and I thought that that was uh, well that done. Yeah, they kind of but did they, that. they didn't give you they didn't give you Kirk Langstrom a little more humble. When he becomes Man Bat, he's into becoming Man Bat. He's way even though he's saying, "Oh, it's controlling me. Like I can't stop it. I can't wait for the rush." But he first of all, <laughs> the Man Bat drug coming to you by Brian Core. <laughs> And it was very reminiscent of the uh, Fleischer Super. Um, I think though, that's what they were going for. No, you know what? I would I would say they were going for more of a noir feel than that. And if you watch uh, the Fleischer Supermans, as gorgeous as they are, they're they're quaint by today's standards, just because they're the they, 40s animation it's is there. It's from 40s. There yeah. wasn't much noir at that point. And actually, I think that you would more appreciate the Fleischer Supermans versus the now Superman, because that's the Superman yeah. you like. Uh, he can be beat up. He can be... Yes. But I don't know what kind... I don't think that there's any rogues gallery in. No, Superman. mostly... There's no rogues gallery. Armies and Yeah, and big and, robots. Yeah, and, yeah. But anyway, so no, I appreciate it. But it set the tone for the entire series from that point on. You're getting horror. You're getting detective. You're getting noir. It it, it really is that... It sets it in that, that time period yeah. for the movies. You know, the Maltese Falcon. Yeah, and yeah. You can see that. And then brings it up to the modern, which I thought was cool. I love Alfred. Love Alfred, love Alfred, love Alfred. Uh, 
smart-ass Alfred is the best when he just slips those one-liners in. So, yeah, that's about all I got. I, I thought it was a brilliant introduction. I know episode two is the Joker. Yeah, I'm, I'm and looking I, forward to your take on that. You know what? I'm going to throw up a little in my mouth, and I'll watch it. That's just because you're jealous. He's got your girl. He's uh, actually, this is pre-Harley Joker. This is pre-Harley Joker. We know that, but he's the one that ends up with your girl, and that's, this is... why, that's why you don't like him. No. He's an abusive asshole, and he's overused. And I, I wouldn't have a problem. Actually, the, the, the take from TAS is the best take on the Harley Joker relationship ever. Oh, it's original. It would be nice if people would go to the source material and maybe watch it and kind of take its cues from that. But I'm not saying that through gritted teeth. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. So in our continuing series on reviewing the DC animated universe, we are now up to Episode 2 of Batman the Animated Series, which was Christmas with the Joker. Look at us go. <laughs> that sounded like the Joker. <laughs> oh, I'll do my... You give me my chan- a chance, I'll do my Hamill Joker. You gotta do it for your whole review. I was gonna say, give you your chance. <laughs> There's a microphone right take here. Take it. <laughs> Just take it. Now is your moment. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, let okay. me think about it's it. Like let going... me think about it. All right, so Christmas with the Joker first aired November 13th, 1992. It was directed by a guy by the name of Kent Butterworth and written by a guy by with with the name of Eddie Gorodetsky and they were a one-time director writer, which is apparently kind of obvious. Is Kent married to Mrs. Butterworth? Why don't you ask him? I don't know. She would be anyway, by default. What a horrible name. I bet she didn't take it. I bet she didn't take his name. Oh, she's so sweet. (laughs) All right, so this is the first Joker episode in the series, and this is Harley-less Joker. So I'm really interested to see what your take on this was. Everyone has a past before they meet the one, so that's all it was, right? Yeah, that's... There you go. Saved you. (laughs) Welcome. All right. But well, she's not obviously the one because now they have uh, pinpoint or pun- punchline. Pinpoint. <laughs> pinpoint. <laughs> anyway. There you go. So, uh, again, Keith, you came up with the, the format we're going to start using here. So you, we're going to start off with the, with the good. Uh, you know what? The first thing it did for me was it brought me back to those uh, Christmas specials that we had when we were young. Yeah. Like the Perry Como, yeah. the Andy Williams. Yeah, they did a nice job of that. They did a nice job that, of that. Yeah. So that, for me, was good. My good was, uh, I had two of them, actually. The first is they actually used the song that we all sang as kids, Jingle Bells, Oh, that's Batman my glee. Smells. That's my glee. That was... That's, that not, that's was, good. I, that's I, my somebody glee. Somebody finally came around and said, oh, we should use this in, in something. And this is the first Joker uh, episode, obviously. And I thought that Hamill, uh, and that'll be my... We'll get to that. But the, the murderous Joker, the psychotic Joker... This was the first one where you really thought this guy was nuts. He was he was a killer. He was dangerous. There it's was the a, first one. How can you, not be but the first again, one you think like, that? You know the previous the previous jokers yeah, but, were Caesar Romero yes. and, and Dick Van Dyke and stuff like that. And, I, I, Dick and, Van Dyke. He did it in the. But if you read the comics, he was he did murderous it in the before he that. He was the Joker in the Scooby Doo oh, crossover. Okay. See, but the, I had uh, yeah, the comics, I thought, so he was murderous and before this. I I know, but this is the first time he was televised and he was he was a psychopath. And I thought murderous. it was a great introduction. There was a, to the there was a great. Uh, thing with Summer Gleason where he's going to crash the train and she's like, my mother's on that train. And he goes, oh, then it's going to make it even worse or something. That you wasn't know. him, that was a hand. Yeah, well, like, the, 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 the cool I thing. forget its name. <laughs> um, the, what was your, what, what was your bad? 
Well, I'm not done with my good. Oh, okay. Well, keep going. I love the line. It's it's never easy with the Joker. How yeah. he kept saying that. Yeah. I kept, because it shows a history. You're only in episode two. Yeah. And again, like Keith was saying, it's not sequential, but so you have a history with it. And he just kept saying, it's never easy with the Joker. Yeah. I, I really, I enjoyed that. Uh, I loved when uh, You Can't Catch Me, I'm the Joker Man. Yeah. yeah. That was funny that was as hell. Fun. And then Batman messing with him. When he dipped him a little oh, closer to the yeah. acid. And he caught him at the caught him yeah. falling yeah. over the rail. I thought that that was, those were all my goods. I love, this is going to be weird coming on me. Robin's optimism, the, the way he's trying to instill it in the Batman, who's like, oh, you're dour and everything. He's like, no, there's good. You don't, you can take a night off. And I actually liked that in Robin, which I never thought I'd say. Uh, wow, Keith Lake in a Robin bit? Wow. Really, Robin's optimism was was awesome. All right. Um, We're watching The Softening of a Man. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> in real time. Yeah, but not Bruce Wayne. That guy's still All right, dead. so. Uh, bad. What was, yeah, the bad. What was your bad? Okay, first of all, no Harley. I thought that. That the- was my good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boy, if you could see Brian right now, he's staring daggers at Keith. I thought We're the cannon rings. I thought the shooting cannon thing was stupid as hell. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, the giant shooting jokers. Okay, but here's I'll, I'm gonna nitpick that one. They showed them beat all the, sh- the the shooting jokers or whatever. They didn't show the like the they they sh- all, you know Robin ducked between them and they all shot each other. The last one was still shooting at him and they never cho- showed how he took care of him. Well, they have like some weird code name for yes. it. Really, it's like, catch and release. Yeah, or... catch and release. Yeah, you're on you're on the microphone talking to him. You don't need to just blow up the the gun, please. Yeah. Instead of uh, use Operation Catch and Release. Uh, you you said who Mommy Lawful was. I did not pick up that it was Summer, Summer Gleason. Gleason. Okay. Uh, and and honestly, because she had not appeared in the show before. Yeah. Yeah. She has Again, it's that whole timing thing with this right. show. She's in episode three. I didn't pick up who Mommy Law. So I was like, who the hell is Mommy Lawful? Because oh, okay. I knew Bullock and I knew Gordon. Right. From the comic. But yeah, I didn't. Well, I knew him from the show. Yeah. They're yeah. in the first episode. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I thought she might be, you know, Gordon's wife. Yeah. I, I didn't like I, I had no idea who she was and and it was it it threw me it actually took me out of the episode because I didn't know again yeah that's the only problem we've been having with this is you know we read comics are sequential it story goes on this jumps all over the place it's yeah like there's no Robin in the first episode and also there's a Robin no explanation of why or how long or anything just and obviously it's been a long time he's been dealing with Joker there's no but I like that part of it do you? Yeah, and and I, we'll get into that uh, later. But anyway, um, and then the Lafco building. Okay. Really? How is that not the first place you look for the joke? <laughs> it's got his face on it. <laughs> that was my haul. Like, yeah. really? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, okay. Some of the other bad stuff. Okay, when Batman picks up the the robot planes are flying at Batman, and he picks up the baseball bat. And, and he, he knocks him out of the sky with a baseball bat. That was and, just a, a foreshadowing of Harley. Yeah, but Robin goes, <laughs> well, I guess they don't call you Batman for nothing. I was like, it's Robin. It's going to be stupid. Like, it was like Bert Ward never made a joke that bad in 66. That, that, that was brutal. Oh, that's going back to holy rusty, rusty metal. And and, and my Batman last my forever. last bad was the fact that uh, the Joker was basically wasn't caught by Batman other than the, you know when he fell. He, off. he literally he was tripped, caught. He, he tripped was literally, over a roller skate. Dude. He was literally caught by there was Batman. No, m- yes, there was no Titanic confrontation. He literally was hoisted by his own petard. Well. Here's the thing too. Somehow, while he's in we jail, we don't call him that anymore. <laughs> while, while he's in jail, he plans all this stuff. Has 
rocket a rocket ship uh, okay okay a christmas tree which you're going back to iron man 2 how do you land safely with that they're they're big parachute that was my haw that was my haw for this episode like I didn't know whether to love that or to hate it because it reminded me of when Cesar there was like one of the sixty six episodes where Cesar Romero was like playing prison baseball and he was on the pitcher's mound. Yeah, and he, he sprung and they out. had like a sprung. They had a spring underneath the plate. pitcher's yeah. mound and he like it hurled him out yeah. of the prison or whatever. And I was like, this is either the coolest thing or the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You know, I went with stupidest. <laughs> and then, then yeah, then somehow he rigs observatory, all the stuff from behind bars just to do this. What what I I thought that that was a bad introduction. Yeah, yes. you know I what I mean. It was, it was a great it was, story. It was stupid. It was fun, and then you bring parts. in this maniacal Joker. Yeah, I, I, it just made it campy and comedy and and six, yeah. Batman sixty six. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of six sixty six elements on it. All right, so what was your glee, boys? No, we got we, huh? huh? Oh, okay, huh? we're still doing huh? Okay, we did, that we're huh? still we're you still on bad. bad. I just my hall was the rocket. Okay. the rocket. Well, th- that was my bad. <laughs> so we got to coordinate. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Uh, he hasn't done his. My heart is the candy cane gags. You put it in the mouth. You can't spit it out. Is it super glued in there? Because he pulls it out and then talk and then he puts it back in their mouth. It's just a piece. You of don't can- spit out a candy cane. Yes, you do. No, you don't. You're gonna get cavities like your mother. What's wrong with you? You don't spit out. So I'm serious. That's There's not nothing American. holding those in. Isn't like it's a grenade where if you let go, it's gonna blow up. Maybe it was. It, it was not a good gag. Yeah, it was a horror. It's not. You would not use that in BDSM. Here, wait. I got a pen. I'm going to stop Lance from talking. <laughs> it's, come on. Seriously. That's a huh. What, what the? My other huh was, again, going back to my bad, was the giant shooting jokers. Okay, so he had this all set up That's for right. his yeah, breakout. Yeah. 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 On he had an hour the observatory with a cannon. <laughs> he had an hour and he's got six shooting jokers with maybe well the cannon observatory him. too. It's yeah, like, he had a got to convert that over. I thought you know what I thought about. It. I thought okay, so you have your henchmen do it. Blah, blah. This is way too much thinking for for Joker. For anybody watching the show, there, there has to be a suspension of disbelief. But oh, now huge. you have the giant uh, and and oddly enough, and the big my tank thing was the uh, Robin in the flying. Plane scene catches him in- <laughs> where, where he catches them. First of all, they're big, and then they're just tiny yeah. little. And then the and head then gets he, big and when they, pops they fly out. right into the trash can. Yeah. They fly into the trash can. Yeah, this wasn't the most yeah. the deadliest of arsenals. Yeah. No, for sure. And then the head springs out and gets bigger. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, that was it wasn't that was perspective. Horrible. It was that bad. was horrible. Yeah, and uh, uh, oh, and there were another bad end was there was an animation of Robin swinging. Uh, and that was just okay. Yeah, Rolf, the you don't do of this that. One seemed a little, a off? little choppy. Off, yeah, yeah. choppy. Yeah, there was. I have another ha. Huh? It's like when he's hiding behind the teddy bears. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> and they're shooting him right. And all of a sudden, there's a cowl out there, right? That gets shot to bits. Okay. Does he carry a spare cowl on him? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's, no, it's just, that was the bad duplicate cowl. It's in a pouch. Cowl. It's in a pouch. It's in a pouch. Okay. Because then all of a sudden he's wearing the cowl again, and there's no holes in it. It's like he uses um, flash technology. Okay, there you That's go. Where Comes he out a ring. That. Okay. Yeah, I'm just chest. There's, there's a cowl. like an airbag. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. That was okay. So we got the Glee. No. Okay, well, the the one that I came up with this was just Ham, this is the first Hamill Joker. That was my good. And Hamill is just, I mean, he's brilliant. He's, he's just. I, I, he, he he's he's we talked about Gorshin in '66. It's like he's goofy, he's crazy, but then he gets that tone, you know, where yeah. where it's like he's gonna kill you, mm-hmm. 
Um, I just thought that was Mike Lee was a, just this is the first Hamill Joker, and he's just he's my Joker from here on out. Um, for me, the uh, and it also it probably could go under bad, but for my Glee was that it How does Glee go under bad? <laughs> no, what it did was just the beginning when they were flying and they, they Batman wasn't needed. And they're going through, and Robin yeah, keeps yeah, telling yeah, him, can't yeah. you just admit yeah. to yourself? Brought me back to those great Batman stories in the comics. They would oh, do yeah. those Christmas. Frank Miller did one. Yeah. I think Adams did one. Well, they also had the one, the, the night, Batman's night. And it was like, yeah. him on patrol all night long. I liked that And there was too. nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And so, really, when I when I was watching that, I was thinking of those, okay. which brought me back. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I really didn't want the whole Joker part of it. I wanted a night without Batman. You yeah, know where he doesn't I mean? have to yeah. do anything. Yeah, where it's... Yeah, Mike Lee, it's obviously the, the Jingle Bell song, Batman Smells. It's like, <laughs> that's from our childhood. Yeah. It's like, seriously, yeah. that, that they actually took that in and went, okay, we're going to use it, and we yeah, use it in I a clever way. Really clever. And that's the way you start it. It's like, oh, this is phenomenal. All right, so that's our second review of uh, Batman the Animated Series. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. It's a jo- it's a good Joker episode. I'll go thumbs up. I'll go thumbs up. It's hard to come thumbs down on this on Batman animated, isn't it? No, because we're comparing it against itself. Oh, you know what? I I, I look at Batman the animated series in in the DC animated universe kind of like I look at Next Generation in the so Star Trek universe. How many stars would give it? Why don't we do a star you rating? Want to do a star rating? Oh, you didn't ask me. I didn't do the homework on stars. I would give it. I would give it um, three and a half. I'm giving it three. Three out of, we're going out of four stars? Out of five. five. Out of five? So 60%. Uh, yeah, Passing, like a three and a half out of five. Yeah, three and a half out of five. It was a pretty good, pretty good episode. Yeah. So anyway, again, to say Next Generation, you take it out of the running for comparing it against the other show. It compares against itself. 